1: Uh, all right, tansay nito temtak, and welcome to Ode Pemsu su Swaywa Cook. We are your fine feathered hosts, Molly Sway and Ntiga Chelsea Val and Ntiga Son. O tuzkwan ik uh, nito Where am I from? Matusakaignik. maga niwigen utam asms asmsquatsi waskai iknec. probably yeah, yeah. Who knows? So. Who knows? These, I mean, who knows where we're from these days? Well, and who knows where we're going? Yeah, that's right? the real that's yeah. the real big one. Yeah. Okay. Not us. That's for sure. <laughs> So it's been a while. Where did we come from? Where did we go? Where did we come from? Crying eyes, (laughs) too. Molly has this thing, she couldn't remember the name of Iron Eyes Cody, you know? she was No, no, this was this was one of my students who oh, yeah. couldn't remember the oh, name hey. of Iron Eyes Cody. It's amazing. Uh, yeah. And she was like, so what is, is it, Eyes Joe? That is amazing. <laughs> yeah, shout out to that student. That was hilarious. That is great. I cried. It, Iron Eyes Cody? I was Cryinize no. Joe for a minute there. Eyes Joe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, great. Uh, oh. What's up? Uh, so, okay, so we were going to watch... Clever man. Yeah. We've been we've been beefing it up for ourselves yeah. for like weeks. Yeah, and uh it's not on Netflix anymore. I know yeah. And we've we Netflix. And then we were gonna watch Navajo uh Skinwalkers, the the Mysteries. Yeah. And it's also off Netflix now. Yeah. So we're like, this is not meant to be. Netflix it gives it giveth Netflix. and it taketh it away. It taketh away all too often. Yeah. So we missed our opportunity for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we will still do that. But it could happen anon. Exactly. It could giveth again. Yes and we will take it of the given myth. again soon <laughs> you just gotta add us to every word you say you're right <laughs> it sounds great <laughs> but then my husband pulled out this cd that we got at like the Powwow. they're Pow wow. dvds they're called DVDs. right it's a dvd whatever it's a shiny disc <laughs> that we got at the gunwari powwow like a couple years ago now and it's just been, like, booting around the house forever. Which like, is ridiculous, because when you look at the cover, it's got the most kick-ass <laughs> logo you could possibly imagine on it. Yeah. It's like this Indian wearing this incredible headdress. No, an alien. Oh, right. Wearing a headdress. Oh, my God, I'm mixing everything up. Oh, yo, maybe we should introduce the wine and that'll explain. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what's, okay, so. Wait, well, how's that going to explain? Why, why we're... Th- <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about the wine. <laughs> So, because we're gonna watch *Cleverman*, I went out and <laughs> got a bottle of wine from Australia. Um, okay, and it's—I I, just—it's so hideously appropriate. Of it's called um, Mally Rock*. It's from Southeast Australia, the limestone coast. It's a Shiraz, Cabernet, and a Sauvignon. Like it's like it's, combined. It's just like it's—it's it's like when you're—you're um, you're younger and you break into your parents' liquor cabinet. My parents didn't have one, or your friend's liquor cabinet, and you just dump all you their just liquor. Grab, yeah. You're just like. I'm gonna put some vodka in yeah. there, and there's gin. I'm better add some gin in there. And like, rum, that's and like, gonna get me drunk. It's so a beer, and you think, and wine yeah. and or or sherry. Oh, sherry. Oh. And you put that in there, and you're like, you think this is a great idea, and then you taste it, and it's disgusting. But your your buds are there, so you have to pretend that you really like it. Yeah, like, yeah. And then all your like, buds mm. also have to pretend that they yeah. like it. Like, look, we're still so grown up. <laughs> I know, but everybody actually hates it. Yeah. And that's peer pressure. Yeah. Okay. So um, anyway, it's got a picture. So what of, you're saying is this is pure pressure this wine. Is pure, pure pressure wine. It's got a picture of a painted rock, like you know. Very vaguely, uh, you know, Indigenous Australian on there. Okay, so I was like, hmm, hmm, is this is this a, a wine made by Indigenous peoples? Couldn't mm-hmm. possibly be. And I was like, that would be amazing, but no. Uh, so it says in the back, Malley Rock pays tribute. Okay, as soon as somebody says they're paying tribute, you're like, you know, Go you're, you know, fall you're in a ditch. ditch and get eaten yeah. by a million dogs. Malley Rock pays tribute to the rich bounty of Aus- Australia. That's the thing, isn't it? Like, it and pays tribute. Yeah, but if you want to pay tribute, yeah, pay. pay. Pay, pay being the key word. Yes. Tribute, tribute. Nah. Pay money. Pay money. Pay, pay, pay Pay money money to the rich bounty of money for money. Exactly. A land that is sun drenched, rocky, and dotted with beautiful mallee trees. I'm probably saying that, I don't know, mallee. I don't know how you say it. (laughs) Mallee! Grapes that bask in select vineyards along the limestone coast of southeast Australia are meticulously harvested at their peak of ripeness. This gives our Shiraz Cabernet Sauvignon bold, full bodied flavors of ripe blackberry and plum with a long, smooth finish. Mallee Rock wines savor the sun drenched. Colonialism, <laughs> like really, it's so colonial. Why do you it's why super colonial? You're paying tribute. Also, gotta say, out of I think we've only ever had two Australian wines, including this one. Yeah, the nineteen crimes. Better. Nineteen yeah. crimes. Nineteen crimes is horrifying, shockingly bad. And also, yeah, t- oh, it tastes terrible. I know, but you kind of want to get it because it's uh, it's it's so fun to make fun of because every yeah. every on the the back they're all talking about like I think what they're trying to do is like reclaim their ancestors who were brought over as like as criminals as criminals and they're, and they're like but these hardy people like built our nation yeah yeah except that it's always it's always funny yeah to call like australians criminals yeah yeah it's i know i know funny. i was thinking about that myself i was like okay you know like um so it, it's called 19 crimes. Cause you could be sent to Australia for committing one of these 19 crimes. Right. And a lot of them probably were just like, you know, um, like punishing poverty. Yeah. Right. You hunted on the King's land yes. to Australia. Right. Exactly. Something like that, which we're, you know, we're totally against, right. We're like totally not for that stuff. But, I love crimes, but it is never not funny to yeah. call Australians criminals. Yeah. In, You're spite, right. in spite of being abolitionists, yes. in spite of believing that crime is created by making laws. Mm. It's still funny. It's always funny. Okay, Uh, anyway, didn't turn out that we were pairing this Australian wine with an Australian show. Instead, we watched Indians and Aliens. Yeah. Which is, like, so great. It was so... I can't wait to watch every episode of Indians Mm -hmm. and Aliens. And it's taken me this long to open up that DVD, D, D, that, D. That shiny disc. Yeah. And and pop it into the shiny disc that machine that lasers the things. It's the so laser space. machine. That's the actually, laser. yeah. When you start thinking about how technology yeah. works. Yeah. It's like really- imagine if you took the cover off of the Xbox and you could watch the inner workings, like watch the lasers go. Mesmerizing. And the like little machine moving in and out of the thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 I wonder though, I suspect that that kind of laser would actually cause, like, eye damage if you actually, like, got it in your eye. So well, don't pick don't, it up and shake it. Yeah, don't, like, go look at, like, don't ooh, what's this laser doing there. now? Yeah, all right. It is very space. Um, technology is. Okay, so, uh, yeah, this is this is more, okay, so this isn't speculative fiction. We do most no, speculative this is, fiction. No, this is unlike anything we've ever watched before. It's it's very interesting, though, because I, I feel like it's a couple years late, but maybe this is still a thing out there in TV land, because we just have Netflix and, and the internet. But remember when like um, UFO documentaries were huge, like right around when X Files blew up. Is that the one with the meme with the guy with the really wacky hair? Oh, I don't know. Actually, I honestly okay. don't know. I've never seen that that dude outside of memes. No, I don't. As far as I know, he only is yeah, a meme. That guy's epic. No, but there there are so many. There's so many documentaries out there about um, you know UFOs and extraterrestrials and yeah, stuff. I like thought that. they were. I thought they were literally all about how. People of color couldn't have possibly built things that white people can't understand. Yeah, a lot of them are. (laughs) A lot of them, yeah, pyramids must have been built by aliens. Yeah, 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 for sure. A lot of it is- There's no such thing as Aztecs. It must have been aliens. Yeah, these people don't have science and technology that is, like, equal to or surpasses our own. That's aliens. Aliens (laughs) gave the Indians math. Yeah. Which I actually kind of believe because as far as I know, math is, like, not explainable by- anything but aliens yeah and this is why we don't science people this is why we don't science. no this is why we leave the science to the scientists the math to the aliens <laughs> and the wine to us <laughs> bravo <laughs> oh my gosh so okay what's great about this is it's a documentary made in eu ischi so uh, northern quebec um Cree territory and um it's it's really from like a Cree pers- Cree specific perspective so far mm-hmm. in the in the episode that we saw it's done by um, what is it Resolution Pictures so Res with a Z Aha. And Ernest Webb th- is yeah is the host name Ernest Webb from Chisassaby is the host and it's so it's really cool because like um, for once. You know, the focus is on indigenous people in our stories. Yeah, I I kind of wanted to know Ernest's story. Yeah, what got Ernest into this? Maybe you find out at the end. Yeah, because this was the very first episode that we saw. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, Ernie, tell us what's up, man. Yeah, why are you so into aliens? Why are you so into aliens that you will travel across the expanse of northern Quebec? Yeah, but what a great excuse, right? Maybe that's maybe that's all it is. Oh, I wonder wonder if it's, like, funding. It's like, I'm going to do this thing and give me a whole bunch of money to travel and, like, visit with really cool people. Oh, my God. What a great thing. Who would have thought my years being, like, an indigent bum could have been, like, yeah. funded right? by APTN? Oh, I, I don't know if APTN funded or not. But, <laughs> but it's on APTN. So you should definitely check mm, it out. Yeah. Uh, okay. So... I got it. I, I, yeah. We said that we loved the logo, the mm-hmm. alien in the headdress. Also, I want swag. I want like much swag. Yes. Very, very cool. Um, I also really liked the title. So Indians mm. and aliens, they have like a little, uh, like triangle syllabic for, for the A's. It just, it was a real simple thing, but it was, it was cool. I liked it. It worked. Yeah. It, worked it really worked. Yeah. And also like really beautifully shot. Not, not in that like. Um, maybe Canadian television has sort of advanced, but like in my day, <laughs> you could tell a Canadian show just by like the you know, production value. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, this one was good, yeah, it's and nice. I was I was really expecting like really cheesy reenactments <laughs> yeah. with like really really bad CGI. It wasn't that bad, although like really, it, it would have been great if they had reenactments. But not like the person telling the story. So instead of Matthew Mukash, like have a stand in, like I'm playing Matthew Mukash. It's this me, Matthew Mukash. Like yeah. with like a really bad wig or something. <laughs> or like a white guy, like playing an Indian, because that's what they do, right? But yeah. in this way that, like, oh man, that'd be so great. Oh my but God. But this was better. Yeah, this was, I feel like that would be really good to do like a laughing drum style thing. Yeah. Like if we had a segment on the laughing drum, <gasps> which we will, which we clearly should. Yeah, we're totally yeah, yeah us up. Yeah, you know, you need us. Yeah, you do. Oh, my God. And, uh, Canadians, you need to fund us. Yeah. 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 What pay, was a Pay tribute. Pay, pay <laughs> tribute and fund us to do these videos. Yeah. Uh, okay. So... Uh, basically, Ernest comes up from Chita. Wait, wait, wait. What, what, uh, what's oh. the episode? What's the episode synopsis? Oh, right, great. What, right. what are we going to learn about today okay. on, on Indians and Aliens? Flipping through my pages. Also, can we just talk about how we've also done Cowboys and Aliens? Yes. And now we're doing Indians and Aliens? I know. It's amazing. It's the only a circle. Yeah, the only thing that we can do next is Aliens, aliens and, and Aliens. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yes. Is it out but, there? I hope so. But it should be like, instead of like, uh, Aliens and Aliens, like extraterrestrials, it should be like people who get labeled as like... Illegal aliens, like migrants, and they should be talking about, like, aliens? Or it should be aliens versus white people. Ooh. Let's be real. Yeah. Nobody understands what's going on with yeah. white people. Oh, true. Yeah. yeah. Except for maybe aliens. Maybe uh, the maybe. aliens can communicate with the white people and be like, guys. I don't know. Maybe white people pull are Pull it aliens. together. Whoa. That actually makes a lot of sense mm. when you think about it. Yeah. They don't really understand how to live on the land. No. They're like... They're clearly not from around here. Yeah. yeah. Basic... Basic living on Earth stuff. They yeah, really like don't basic get. hygiene. Like, let's poo yeah. in the water. Yeah, and like, have you seen and then drink from it? Yeah, <laughs> right. Like that's alien yeah. business. I'm sure, like, we're on the whatever planet they're from. Pooing mm-hmm. in the water, like, it's like totally normal. It, in fact, it yeah, it probably like provides. It fills an ecological niche, so to speak. Yeah. Literally and figuratively, yeah. they they probably fill because you know they don't fill any ecological niche here. They no. just like bowl over everything and yeah, and everything. destroy everything. Yeah, whoa, an invasive species. Yeah, they really are. Incredible. Yeah. Wow. Wow. We have, we have we uncovered the truth out. here yes. today on May Space. Dan Brown, call us. Yeah. <laughs> we got Dan Brown on line one. We got Tim Fontaine on line two. <laughs> we got aliens on line three. Okay. So well, this, this episode, uh, synopsis is, after a Star Lodge ceremony, former Grand Chief Matthew Mukash uh, saw orbs of light in the woods. And so I've actually met Matthew and like been in some what? of these, these areas. You've so like it's seen so cool. everybody in this show. I know. It's just like it just kept being like, Oh, I know that guy. That's <laughs> this guy. Oh yeah. No, I, know I, this just person. Know, I just, I just knew the one guy, but, uh, but I've been to a lot of those communities. And so for me, that was super cool because like often when we see TV, it's, it's set in the States usually. Like, yeah. Right. And it's, it's, uh, places that are familiar to Americans, almost always New York, mm. you know, but like it can be these other satellite places as well, but rarely do we see something set in Canada. And definitely not set in, like, indigenous spaces. Well, yeah. And, like, not set in, like, you know, aside from APTN, you're rarely going to find a show that's, like, not in Vancouver or Mm -hmm. Toronto Mm -hmm. or Montreal. Yeah. Right? It's not going to be, certainly not in a city that's, like, less than a million people. Yeah. Yeah. Like, much less in, like, a community with, like... A yeah, few a couple hundred or a couple or, thousand, yeah. and yeah, so that that was actually really sweet. And what's kind of cool is I've I've really noticed like uh, so I, you know I don't have APTN uh, because I don't have TV, so I haven't watched it for a while. But uh, a lot of their a lot of their programming comes out of um, EOSG. Hmm. So like the the like the Eastern James Bay Cree have actually done a lot of like documentaries and shows and you know like stuff for kids and cultural stuff. And actually, there's a lot coming out of that area it's 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 kind of interesting i don't know what's up with that like why why so much maybe quebec just like funds them more or probably not quebec's not particularly like yeah yeah <laughs> i don't know i don't know what it is but they yeah. produce a lot of stuff like per capita I, it's just that's a scientific term maybe maybe they just haul all the video cameras up there mm. on the snowmobiles yeah. Like, we need to get fucking snowmobiles out in the streets of Edmonton with video cameras. With video cameras. Distributed to distribute to cameras. the east. Yeah. Oh, my God. And just get people making their their, yeah. their sweet documentaries. I mean, when you think about it, though, we all have video cameras. On our phones. Yeah. <gasps> you know, but maybe that's also part of the thing is maybe they don't get good reception up there. Mm. And so they're stuck with just the video camera. Right, right, right. Instead of, like, Twitter and Mario Run. <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing so much Mario Rumble you don't judge me amazing Um, amazing I am judging you I'm always judging you Molly (laughs) oh my god I'm always so judged but like in a positive way (laughs) Uh, you're amazing so what happened Uh, so firstly the opening credits are great yep Uh, there's, you know, this kind of booming voice in the background, like pictures of northern lights or stuff. Are these high altitude, high latitude magnetic storms, covert military operations, or are they, as some Cree believe, the visitors? Yeah, yeah. Or, but they also threw in there, um, a conspiracy theory or a theory about it being, uh, something to do with the, the largest hydroelectric, electric lines in the country, right? Because- you know they're dealing with like they have huge hydroelectric uh lines up there Mm. so could that be something to do with it Uh, but i I think like like, pretty early on they uh sort of debunk that idea that it's the hydroelectric dams right because um they go down and they're talking to people about you know the fact that you can really place uh timelines through stories and that stories of you know these types of sightings and stuff have been happening for a long time just like you have stories of when there was never summer mm-hmm. like the ice age you also have stories of you know seeing beings or lights long or, before the lines yeah. came in. yeah yeah so yeah it's I very think that cool. debunks that in a methodological way <laughs> <laughs> so uh Ernest flies up to Oskaganish and then takes a plane up to uh what Mechstui which is also kujarapik which is also post de la beling which is also great whale i love it because that community has four names four different names right English French uh you know Cree N- and Inuit. so it's a it's a in uh Inuit and Cree community and uh, it's the furthest north community in EUSG so not not in all northern Quebec because Nunavik is above that but yeah. it's the highest like Cree community yeah uh and so we meet Matthew uh, former Grand Chief of the Crees, uh, You get to learn a little bit about him, which I also thought was really cool. Okay, so I really appreciated this. There's this whole, you know, we don't get the story until like probably halfway through the mm-hmm. episode. But... I found, I really liked that. It was really, a really native way to go about things Mm -hmm. because first work had to get done. Like you had to cut up the wood. You had to start the fire. You had to melt the snow for water. You had to cook the, the caribou. You had to do all these things, get comfortable, like, you know, be in relationship with one another. And then the story happens, right? It's not like, it's not like you get to somebody's house and you're like, all right, tell me your story. Sit on down. Yeah. And do nothing. Like, I'm just a guest, so I'm not going to do anything. No, no, no. They like, Ernest was out there like helping out. Yeah. Yeah. They like go out together to the fall cabin. Yeah, the fall cabin, which is and, nice. Yeah, yeah, and then they also have this one incredible scene of Matthew just like hacking up this huge piece of caribou that just looks so like yeah. fresh and good a and beautiful leg. Oh my god! Yeah, it was so mm. so they explain that Matthew Mukash um, was one of the few people of his generation that uh, didn't go to residential school. He he was really sick, and so that sort of prevented him from going. Um, he ended up getting a poli sci degree and. Um, then when he retired, oh yeah, he was also like, okay, so he, he's one of the generation too that really fought, um, against the James Bay projects. So there was the, uh, there was a Great Whale River Dam that was supposed to happen as part of that and, and that part was stopped and so he's one of the people that was like, um, big and spearheading that and so these were like really young people at the time. These were guys mm-hmm. in their 20s and communities like coming together, um, that hadn't really necessarily acted politically together before and, uh, and, you know, I mean, like, they, they did things, like, they, they canoed down, like, to New York. They scuttled billion-dollar deals. Like, they they went from, like, being in the bush to being, like, super politically um, active and, like, going all over the world. To, yeah, I would yeah. love to know more of the story of, like, Matthew getting raised in the bush and mm-hmm. then deciding he's going to go to university. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, for sure, for sure. you know, even now, like, there are very few people who, who make that mm-hmm. leap, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, I would love to know more about, like what brought him there. And then of course he moves back, which is also so great. Yeah. 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 You know? Yeah. He retired and and they said like he was, you know, he was on a spiritual journey. Yeah. Um, so he's also talking about, um, and I really like this. I think this was a cool way of, you know, thinking about the idea of like alien visitations and stuff. Um, he's talking about how when you hold a rock, you know, that rock is a spirit and everything that has the power to alter your thoughts as a spirit so when you're you're holding a rock and you're looking at a rock your thinking starts to become like either focused on that rock or focused through that rock Mm -hmm. and so that's how you can tell that that rock is alive and has a spirit yeah um which i thought was a cool introduction to kind of that larger narrative of you know this ceremony and seeing these lights and understanding what they are through that It was also, I think that's a really cool way to look at things too about like, Mm. because we only experience the world through our senses, right? Mm. So however many senses we have, we're limited, right, in, in what we can actually experience um, so if we don't have all of our five senses, then we experience the world in this way and, you know, in different ways. Right. But the only reality we know is what we sense. And so we have we can we we have to trust our senses. But our senses very clearly don't show us everything. Right. Yeah. We can only see a certain spectrum of light, for example. Um, you know, there's things we know there's things that we can't smell or we can't hear that other animals can. So there's a lot going on around us that we are not sensing that are not that's not capable of. Um, well i th- I think it is still capable of altering our thoughts though like it still has an impact on us like just because we we don't see uv rays or whatever doesn't mean we're not going to like be we see know. our we see our sunburn yeah yeah exactly yeah. but just that idea of like I, I thought that was really interesting that idea that anything that you can sense basically and and has the ability to alter your thoughts and so then you have some sort of spiritual connection with yeah it. you well you have it brings you in relation with everything yeah like, yeah we're You're not, not apart we and yeah yeah um so he tells that story they go up to fall camp uh he makes some hilarious jokes Mm. uh he picks up this kettle yeah he goes i stole this from john wayne (laughs) which like the way that he said it i was like i did you really yeah maybe he did yeah i was like i could see like i could see that happening yeah also if i ever met john wayne and like was in the presence of any of his stuff i would just totally steal steal that stuff all of it count who robin blind yeah um i also like that they were like burning out uh their skidoo they were like doing little shitties on the ice there but <laughs> <laughs> mixed <makes> you drift <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah it's like it's the it's the forgotten uh you know uh fast and furious uh episode yeah yeah it's like after Tokyo kind of like drift but like it, slower and, and, and colder uh, more calm yeah, yeah and there's and there wasn't like when they have the the scenes um where there's like all the skidoos uh like they're and they're gonna race them and stuff there's not like women in like scanty bikinis and stuff everybody's yeah, like everybody's dressed like, real full parka yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah but it's still really awesome yeah <laughs> and um, they're with isaac matthew's nephew yeah uh, and hunting partner as well yeah which was also sweet yeah um to do, do, do so yeah and then i think at that point he just he busts into the story mm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh so he's down in where do you say pass passamaquoddy i had in maine tassamaquoddy maine yeah yeah uh, no McCoy. no it's passamaquoddy yeah okay uh, and because his wife is um, Abenaki, or Abenaki, Abenaki can say in English, yeah. yeah. So from like kind of down there, yeah. And uh, so they go because he hears that there is this person uh, who has a ceremony called the Star Lodge ceremony. So he goes looking for healing, mm-hmm. and it's unclear if this is he's this is the same thing that that kept him out of residential schools as a child. Yeah, so yeah, like yeah. He never names thing, the illness, yeah, or if it's if it's something else. Yeah. Um, and I like that. We don't need to know. No, it's not really important to the story. Nope. And he says, uh, you know, when something happens and you don't understand when you're in ceremony, you start praying for what you're going to need to know out of it. Yeah. You You don't try to figure out how the ceremony works. Yeah. You just you just you're along for the ride and you you do your best to stay on. Um, Another thing that he said previous to this that I I noted down because I really liked it is okay so this nephew of his 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 hunting partner um he said he comes from this long lineage of, of like amazing hunters and his grandfather was like the best caribou hunter of his time yeah and what made him great was his respect for caribou and the land mm. so this idea of like a great hunter like if you think like Daniel Boone or whatever it's like how many animals you can slaughter yeah. like like it's like it's it's quantity right but this is definitely quality so it's it's like i mean it, it it could literally even be like you could be a good hunter and not even like actually manage to get that many animals. But if you're in good relation, if you have that respect for for the caribou in the land, that's what makes you great. Mm. So it's a real paradigm shift there, mm. I like that. Um. Yeah. So they're in they're in the ceremony, uh, and apparently, what was it? It's like they they felt something going on. There was something there, but nothing appeared. Yeah, something was supposed to appear, but mm. it didn't. Yeah. Yeah, and so. Uh, the person running the ceremony um, is like they're they're the beings are somewhere in the forest, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so takes uh, Matthew out of the lodge where they're in, and uh, says we're gonna go find them, yeah. and so they're like you know in the forest, and then three lights come up, floating lights, yeah. and the person uh, running the ceremony says you know that's them, right? Uh, and he goes and he makes an offering. Uh, and then six lights appear and the six lights are floating towards them. Yeah. And he, and so the guy, uh, that ran the ceremony said, stay here. I'm going to go get the elders. And so Matthew's like left there by himself and yeah, chilling, chilling with the floating disembodied lights. Yeah. Yeah. And so he was like, he said he was scared, you know, um, they kept moving and he said, so his thing was he, he didn't look straight at them. Yeah. He just sort of like kept them like kind of in his peripheral vision, but like wasn't looking right at him. Um, and then he, he was praying. He was like, all right, you know, I'm here for healing. Uh, and he said, you know, the, the guy was only gone for like three or four minutes before he came back with the elders. But I bet you that was a long three or four minutes. Real long. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 That's the kind of three or four minutes that like you look back and you're like, oh, that wasn't very long. Or like you have to ask somebody. Yeah. 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 You know, how long have I been here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Years. Oh God. And he said, by the time the elders came back, um, the pain that he'd been feeling was already going. And, and the next day he wasn't sick any longer. Yeah. Yeah. And so the light stayed. Uh, which I thought was was cool, mm-hmm. um, or, like, a cool part of that experience. Yeah, the lights stay, and they're floating around, and the elders are there, and apparently they start getting really, really emotional because um, they had always heard stories about this type of encounter, but they had never had it until that point. And that would be really something, hey? Eh? Like, you know, um, the the sort of – and it comes out later, but this idea – this talking about our stories and, like, the meaningful – um, placement of our stories and the fact that they are rooted like we know that there many of these stories are true because they tell us about like you know really ancient times and things like that like going back to our stories and and knowing that this knowledge can be passed down for generations and, but you might not necessarily witness what mm-hmm. it is right you just you just carry on that knowledge well and that's the thing too right Is like there's this kind of there's this weird assumption um that non-indigenous people have that like our stories are similar to sort of the secular Christian understanding of the scripture, Mm, right. mm -hmm. Where it's like, it's metaphor. Mm -hmm. It's symbol. It's like, it's a story with a parable or like a moral to it, but we're not supposed to understand it as being literal. Right. Right. Which is like, that's not, no. And we even do that ourselves just Mm. so that we don't like have our stories mocked and denigrated. Yeah. Especially more and more as we try to, we, um, you know, in some ways we, we use these stories as evidence, so in, in some ways we'll introduce them as factual, but then in other ways we'll say, well, this is a metaphor for this sort of, like, relationship that we have, right? Because yeah. it's it's more palatable. <laughs> <laughs> palatable? Palatable? I don't know. To, I, to I, I like people, the latter. I forget. It's like, that's one of the words I can never say. I mean, but I, it's one of those palatable, things where it's like medicine, palatable. medicinal, palate, palatable, or palate palatable. Oh, man. I don't know. Anyway. English is the worst. Yeah. We can all agree. I agree. I, I agree. Um, yeah. So it's, it, it, it's like, they've heard of it, they've heard of it, but then to see it themselves, it must've been like such a wild, deep experience. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, and so, uh, the guy who had run the ceremony went out, he, he gave an offering of some sort or, or did something. And then more of the lights came out and then they left. And apparently like, yeah, yeah. Lots more. And they, they shot off towards the West pretty fast. Yeah. Um, so then the rest of most of the rest of the episode is uh, Ernest going around and talking to other people about this. Yeah. So he goes and sees Harry Snowboy, who talks about how stories, we know that they're true and that they place us in time and space in mm-hmm. a specific way. Uh, and that they're, you know, other worlds and other beings are a normal part of our belief systems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's so interesting because... Uh, I mean, everybody, every, every culture has some of these stories, but like they get, uh, understood as sort of the fantasies of primitive people. Right. But what was interesting about this, so he goes and talks to, to scientists after this, who are also like, we believe in aliens and how could there not be other life out there in these, in this huge universe and everything. But like, so when you bring it into like the realm of science, all of a sudden it's like, of course there's Mm -hmm. life out there, but you know, but because only science is respected and like certain ways of knowing, um, you know, are, are sort of privileged above others, um, Matthew Mukash's story is just anecdotal and, and doesn't tell you anything. but when a scientist is like, I studied and and we have these theories, it's all of a sudden it's like more legit. I mean, I don't think that's what the show is doing. No, no, this show is definitely not doing this. Um, and that and that's what I appreciated because most of these shows <coughs> do that. they'll they'll look mm-hmm. into like, uh, folk tales And they'll like Try to debunk them Or they'll like You know mm-hmm. They'll be like These they'll people try to just Explain what's actually Going on Yeah Yeah yeah. yeah. Um, although Maybe Maybe the show Was doing that And we just didn't notice Because the whole time That the white people Were talking We're like Whatever Yeah Yeah That that was the one thing About the show That I was didn't love Yeah Was a lot of the second half Of the episode Was taken up By him talking to Like white scientists yeah. And maybe that's Just the first episode Who knows Yeah Yeah I mean it could be But I was like Number one There's got to be some indigenous, like, conspiracy theory, UFO, scientists. Or not even just, like, indigenous scientists. Yeah. Yeah. Or or even just, like, indigenous... Yeah. Talk to, like, an indigenous physicist or an Mm. indigenous astronomer or something. Um, Might not be in the budget. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Or maybe, you know, they're super busy or whatever, but... Um, Yeah, we were kind of like, eh, white people are talking, we don't care. Um, And Except for this one guy who was like talking about how he got into UFOs when he was in his undergrad. Oh, yeah. Because it was the 70s and people were going to the moon and stuff. And so his, like, what was it? Like his astronomy profs or his like science profs or whatever kept getting all these phone calls. About UFOs. And so he wanted better grades. So he said that he would field those calls. And we both go, oh, what a brown noser. (laughs) So he's just brown noser forever. Yeah. In my eyes. Like... Yeah, so this guy's going on and on about how many people, 1 out of 10 Canadians believe they've seen UFOs, which is Which like, is a lot. Yeah. I was surprised. I, do you think that's a lot? I don't know. 1 in 10? I, I don't think that's, like that's you you Like you're in like a, a classroom yeah. with like 40 people yeah, yeah. and that's like a small class. Yeah. Four of those people have Yo, had a UFO encounter. Every single person I've ever met like out in rural Alberta has some sort of story. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either either that they witnessed or that, like, one of their relatives witnessed. Yeah, I mean, my dad says he got abducted by a UFO, so... For real? Yeah. Was he anally probed? No, he wasn't, that seems he wasn't to be the only abducted. It was, like, an attempted abduction or something. Wow, but they were like, this guy's too Métis. Put him back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing. <laughs> we couldn't handle that. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, like, I, yeah. But t- yeah. So, I don't think it's... I don't think yeah, it's... Yeah, a, you could be, yeah, you could be right. So, okay, so whatever. Brown noser... Um, he, yeah, I was like, is this guy seen as more legit because of science, or is he also seen as sort of like a conspiracy I, I saw theorist? That's a bit of a conspiracy yeah. theorist because they show his office, and his and office it's, is yeah, full of like alien paraphernalia. paraphernalia and stuff, which I love. That was one of my favorite parts. Yeah. I was like, and he's a science writer, yeah, not, not really necessarily a scientist. Um, then we go to visit an astronomer and astrophysicist, yeah. uh, some Quebecois guy. As soon as we heard the accent, we were like, we both got like PTSD. Yeah. We're like, Oh my God, Quebec. Why? Yeah. And I just have written Stop here, talking. Blah, blah, blah. And then we started talking about how the alien and headdress logo was so cool. Yeah. Um, we just talked over that the yeah. whole time. Although there's this great line where he's like, we can see the wiggle. <laughs> That's and, and he was talking about how how we can tell that there's other planets orbiting suns like outside of our system. Yeah, but it makes the white the light radiating from the sun kind of wiggle a little bit. But what a great line! And then Molly goes, "Go back to the aliens," and I'm like, "Go back to the Indians." We're just done with <laughs> yeah. like these guys. We want everybody by you. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so finally they cut back to Matthew. Uh, and he sort of wraps it up like, you know, he's heard stories since he was a child. Um, you know, every time you see these types of things, uh, things that you can't really explain, he says it was meant for you to see and it's important to reflect on them. Yeah. Yeah. Just take a little moment. Do some reflection. Yeah. be mindful, be present. Exactly. Yeah. Get off your phone. People sell these like self-help books all the time. They should just like, like our elders have these amazing self-help tips that we should just write down. Which is usually just... Chill, yeah, chill. That's every elder I've ever talked to. Has Have been a like, tea, chill, calm down. It's yeah. okay. Kiam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we're talking about how, like, okay, so this is like a Cree UFO story. We decided that Cree foe should be a thing. Yeah, Cree flying objects. Yeah, Cree flying objects. <laughs> yeah, or uf Cree. uf Cree. Unidentified flying Cree. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's Either how are. they get around so much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who are the real aliens? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then. Uh it, I did it say at the end? Yeah. It did. The game? Something yeah, I did. Yeah. So I I like we immediately went to uh our phones. To download the game, Indians and Aliens, was not available on Molly's iPhone. No, nope, But was uh, available on Chelsea's Android. Yeah. So we downloaded it. And it's sweet. It's hella cool. Yeah. We've all been sleeping on this game. Oh my gosh. So it, it has like documentary there. So I think maybe it'll link you and you can like watch the episodes. I didn't, I didn't click on it, but I think you could probably like watch the episodes online. Um, and then there's a game and the game is all in Crete. Like, I mean, they've got English subtitles, so, you know, but it's all in, like, Eastern James Bay Cree, which is, like, you know, I, I'm surprised this isn't more celebrated because, like, it's kind of a big deal when we get games in our languages. Yeah. Um. And I was reading, like, some of the uh, uh, evaluations. What do you call it? Like, the ratings the of the reviews. Yeah, the reviews. And people are like, this is a great puzzle game. We did, like, a few, um, uh, like a few chapters or whatever. It, it all involved, like, stones and er- energy and things like that. Definitely, will keep playing. So you should check it out, and it's it's free. It's great. It's amazing. Yeah, I really loved yeah. it. And you can listen to some Cree, which if you speak Plains Cree, you will not understand at all. at all. Yeah, at all. It's so different. Yeah, you can kind of read along with the subtitles and be like, oh, oh okay, I kind of see what's going on. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. But they just pronounce everything so differently. Yeah, yeah, it's wild and very fast. Yeah, we were we are like a couple times that they spoke Cree in the episode. We're like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I we're cannot like, follow this at all yeah yeah. Uh, yeah there there were a few times where he said something and I was like was that Cree or was that a nookjotut yeah no no it's it's yeah. like yeah from trying to trying to listen to the Cree up there and like yeah like I said I said to you earlier I was I, I get people to speak really slowly to me and even still I was like uh, Cause they just like yeah. cut off a lot of the sounds, and they they would make fun of me because they're like, oh yeah, Lake Plains Cree is like really, really the old Cree. It's the slow Cree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, when you come home, and I like our slow Cree. Well, yeah. What, you, what do you got, Why do you, Why are you in such a rush? Yeah, we're there? in a rush. Just slow down. Talk yeah. a little slower. Maybe maybe it's because they're cold. Mm. Yeah. I gotta talk quick. I gotta talk quick and get back inside. Yeah. <laughs> and get some <laughs> get some hot tea in me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Instead of like wapo it's like Muskikiwapi.
0: Because they, they, yeah, they just Yeah, they just shorten everything
1: entire, <laughs> real real fast. Before their tongues freeze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. So, um, what are we gonna rate this out of? I think we should rate it out of Kreefos. Oh, hell yeah, Kreefos. Yeah. Okay, so the way that this works, mm-hmm. one to five Kreefos. One Kreefo hated it. It was the worst. You wouldn't recommend it to your worst enemy except as a form of punishment <laughs> and or torture. <laughs> five Kreefos, you thought it was the best thing ever. Maybe not quite as good. Sorry, I'll let you I'll let you finish pouring the wine. No. <sighs>
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> we got this aerator on it. It's the best. It's real fancy. So yeah, I bet this wine hearing. would not be nearly as delicious without it. Probably couldn't drink it. All right. So it's like it's infusing air into the wine, so you don't have to like let it breathe or whatever hipsters do. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounded like I was peeing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should have gone with that. Right. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. Five prepos. It was amazing. Wouldn't necessarily show it to your grandmother, but it was a plus plus material. Mm-hmm. Um, would recommend. Chelsea, what would you think? Um, okay. First sort of documentary mm-hmm. that we've seen. Uh, so definitely different than anything, not spec fic so much. Um, I, well, I mean, I'm going to recommend this. I'm recommending it right now. So I'm, I'm going to have to say a five, like, especially if you're, if you're sort of into these, you know, um, these kinds of stories, but I, I think this is a really useful, uh, series because one you're getting like perspective of people who are living now, you know, these are people who actually exist and have histories in their communities, um, telling these stories, being, being vulnerable to tell these stories. Cause of course, you know, this could be people who make fun of it and, blah, blah, blah. um, but also it's like super awesomely situated in a particular context. So you're going to learn a little bit about James Bay Cree. You're going to learn about like the animals that they eat. Like, um, yeah, it's just really, it's, and, and it's so cool to see some of our small communities represented. I would love to see more of this every time, every time we do, um, you know, whether you're getting like, uh, you know, Zacharias Kunick movies, you know, up in a glue look or whatever. It's just super exciting to see our own people in our own contexts represented. Um, and if we had like a diversity of that across, uh, across the country showing different communities, I would be like 100% for that. So, uh, it'd be cool. I don't know if the, I think that they stay, in the James Bay Cree area, it'd be cool if they like we'll find out. Yeah, if they hit the road, but we will find out. So I am recommending this and the game. You should definitely download the game. So five out of five foes for me. Great. Um, I'm actually gonna give it a four point five, mm-hmm. uh, and only because I agree with everything that you said. There needs to be fewer white people. Yes, I okay. I agree with that, but yeah, I'm still gonna was, give it the five. That's fair, that's fair. I'm gonna assume that white people just don't exist after this. He was like, "I'm Ooh. gonna go with this," but then there's no white people, and who's to say I'm wrong? Unless I mean, you see it. yeah, unless yeah. your unless your senses uh, ah. cause you to like change, you know, your thought patterns exactly. around it. You case, could probably train yourself to just ignore to white people, not actually experience white people at all. Oh my gosh! What a, what a magical whoa, 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 concept. Whoa, whoa. Okay, so so you just wouldn't sense them at all yeah go ahead and sit down Christy, Christy Christy's here hey Christy yeah. we well, just do you want your notes
0: no because I'm sure that you've already covered everything I only saw the beginning oh, of the episode okay. that's I'm okay I'm just here to listen we're,
1: well we're just we're just rating it yeah Um. so I Chelsea gave it 5 out of 5 crefos which is the highest rating I gave it 4.5 out of 5 crefos because there were just a few too many white scientists oh there was um, oh I didn't get to that part yeah so this, this yeah. is the part that I really like though right off the top
0: like it's I really I'm I, I'm like a nerd about editing you know mm-hmm. and about like sound yeah mm. so i really get into like what kind of quality is this and one thing that i noticed you, know, they had a lot of b-roll in there so mm-hmm. you know when you're the, the opening scenes mm-hmm. you know they just they just cut it like from one scene to the next to the next and they had all this b-roll of landscape landscape from the plane landscape from the you know on the this could be sliding on the I ice at the back end yeah. you yeah. know and True. You know, and then they, and then they got right into the spiritual aspect Mm -hmm. of like, of being able to like hear messages for rocks, you know? And so I was, I was just like, right away, I was captivated because the quality of the sound, even when they brought in the music, they didn't, they didn't let the music linger too long. Yeah. They just like, it just came in and it went out. And then, and then even the the sounds of what they chose to have on the B-roll sounds coming in underneath the narration or the discussions. Their editing was top notch. Yeah. Like so, right away, I thought, well, I could actually sit and watch this then. Because when mm-hmm. there's the bad sound, yes. bad editing, yes. bad lighting, you know, music that stays too long, and there's too many, like the editing mm-hmm. isn't right on on timing, then I I I. I I get a little, like, I don't really want to watch yeah. it that much. Yeah, yet. yeah.
1: Chelsea was saying, like, you used to be able to tell Canadian content because <laughs> yeah. it, like, used to be pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, this was good. good. Yeah. It was good. This yeah. was good. This is good. I can't wait to watch, like, the whole... I had to step
0: out, right? Yeah. But I, I can't wait to watch it now. Yeah. I'm, like, and really there's anxious. a game. We
1: downloaded the yeah, game. Yeah, there's like an app. If you've got an Android... You can, like, download it onto your Android. iPhone. Yeah. Me too. Me too. It's it's weird because it's usually stuff is on iPhone and not on Android. Yeah. But I think... What's up with that? Yeah. Indians and aliens? Yeah. We want our iPhone app. It's pretty cool. It's all in Cree. Like, it's in... You know, it has English subtitles, but it's, like... The voiceover And it's, like, cool. There's, like, alien lasers that you have to dodge and, like, strange plants that get, like, grow from radiation or shrink from radiation. and like stones a lot to... to Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's very cool. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So ba- so based on your uh, brief viewing um, out of creepfos, which are kree flying objects, um, <laughs> would you, where would you rate it on a scale from one
0: to five? Um, just <laughs> it's not really fair because I only saw like the first um, what fifteen minutes, yeah. maybe it's or ten like minutes, twenty minutes or so. Yeah. yeah. No. Well, then I maybe saw two minutes. But yeah. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna say five crazy yeah yeah it was really really good
1: yeah awesome. it's and yeah it, it is it is just very cool just being like you know this show's on APTN. it's well made mm-hmm. you know it's it's about us it's about well not us us it's about yeah you know the northern us yeah. uh you know it's about people in community doing the thing yeah. um and it's you know it doesn't look like you know Crash. it's a do- the other thing too is like I'm just, I'm just thinking back over all the documentaries that i've seen um about native people and aside from like real engine yeah, there's not much. Yeah, there's there's very few that aren't like highly anthropological and like really objectifying and exotifying. So it's also just Poverty cool being like, like right like most yeah. most of the documentaries out there are or, or all, just yeah. like sort of that noble savage yeah. dying out, yeah. you know, hunting old hunting practices, yeah. you know, those kinds of that grainy footage from the seventies and like yeah. all that, you know. Yeah, this wasn't any of that. Yeah, yeah. it's cool just being like, you know, these people are having these strange experiences and, and have all these incredible stories and you know maybe some people will think they're kooky maybe not like let's just let's just, let's just give do her. it let's get yeah. let's collect the stories yeah. yeah yeah it was very very cool yeah all right well thank you very much for joining us tonight on yeah. space 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 space, 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 space.